everybody, and welcome to another episode of Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And I'm Keller. And today, we have probably the most special episode that we could ever have of Art House Rewind. Why is that, Matt? Well, we're going to get into it in a little bit, Keller. <laughs> uh, but as always, we're here to talk about all things film, art, and culture happening in Art House land. And to help us do that and kick off the conversation, as always, Brian, tell the people what they need to know. Oh boy, we've got things happening. Um, so... Uh, this Friday, we are going to have, at the Babcock, we have, for Eliza Doolittle Day, we have My Fair Lady. So, all you My Fair Lady fans, go check that out at the Babcock, Friday at 7. Uh, opening at Art House this week, we have Emergency, which is a film that Keller and I checked out at Sundance this year, and both thought it was pretty great. So, good it flick. is going to play for one week only at Art House uh, kind of a college comedy, but it has a little twist in it. It's a good ride. Yes. Uh, also opening this weekend, we have Happening Opening, which is a French drama about a woman uh, student from the early 60s that becomes pregnant and has to face the dilemma of what to do about that in a time when uh, legal abortions are not permitted. So it's a thrilling, it's a drama that feels like a thriller at times. It's quite a ride and pretty powerful, pretty pertinent at the moment as well. So check that one out. And then next week, uh, continuing our musical May, we have on Wednesday, uh, Josie and the Pussycats for our Nostalgia Night musical May from 21 years ago. So 21? 21. Dang. So check that one out. Rachel Lee Cook, Tara Reed, and Rosario Dawson as the Archie Comics slash Hanna-Barbera characters. So uh, it's a fun little update on that. And a uh, bunch yeah. of rockers, it sounds like, yeah, Brian. <laughs> for sure. So, And then finally, on Thursday, uh, we continue Musical May with a fun one from 1980, John Landis's The Blues Brothers, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and a bunch of R&B stars. It's a great fun ride. Classic comedy. So, Brian, that sure sounds like a lot of musicals happening. You know I love the music. You do. And we are in the month of May, which we at Art House uh, lovingly call Musical May. So that's uh, we've had a conversation about it earlier on the podcast, but we talked about it and we thought, if we're going to talk about this thing called Musical May, there's really one person that we need to bring in for the conversation uh, because he's the originator of this idea called Musical May. Uh, he's somebody that was on staff at Art House for a couple years, was the operations director previously. And on top of it all, He's also my brother. Oh, what? Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome the one, the only, Aaron Blakesley. Wah, wah, wah. Yay. You have three people clapping for you, Aaron. Thank you very much for uh, the... <laughs> I feel very welcome and, and very uh, supportive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're looking for. So, Aaron, first and foremost... How did Musical May become a thing? Because this is definitely your brainchild and something that uh, came from you. And so why? Why Musical May? Why Musical May? I mean, so uh, there's no denying that I, I have a love of musicals. Um, and so I think, you know, biggest thing for me when I was working at the art house was uh, attempting to get something on screen that that I loved. And so, you know... Uh, I kind of felt like I was throwing a bunch of ideas at, at you know, the screen and seeing what stuck. And, and Musical May was one of the first things that really stuck that people really appreciated. 
Um, you know, I'll never forget the the very first night we did musical of musical May. Goodness knows how many years ago, um, and you know, sold out out the that sold out the house and uh, had a wonderful time. So Dang. you know, it's definitely um, a way that I can share my love of musicals with other people. Yeah, so. I love it. So if you were to define what a musical is for the general layman, how would you define a musical? Uh, you know, I would I define a musical as uh, anything that uses, uh, any story that uses music to uh, progress the storyline. Um, so the, the cool thing with that is that it encompasses a lot more than what people would... Uh, expect i guess so i'm curious uh i'm just assuming so i married an axe murderer is not a musical but (laughs) but i'm curious bohemian rhapsody that would be considered a musical right absolutely okay cool (laughs) that's a musical all right absolutely now let me ask you this who sports a better mustache, Freddie Freddie Mercury or you right now? <laughs> um, you know, I think I've sported better mustaches at different points of my life. Um, I uh, just recently trimmed it, and I don't like it when my mustache is this short. So I'm going to go with Freddie Freddie Mercury right now. Um, but other points, I I can rock a good mustache. Just you've got a right you've now. got a good stash right now. It looks good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank it, you very much. It does look good. So, Aaron, when you think about musicals, what uh, would you say are your favorite musicals out there? Top two musicals of all time. Uh, of all time. Of all time. Um, you know, the, the, my favorite musical of all time uh, is definitely The Sound of Music. Um, I know it's the one that everybody's seen. I know it's the one that everybody loves, but uh, there's a reason for that. It's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful musical. Um, and then, you know, next favorite. Sorry, I totally spaced um, it. What and they musical did he say? The Sound of Music. The Sound of Music. Why did I miss that? <laughs> I was looking at your mustache. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just lost. <laughs> you were talking, and then I realized I have no clue what he just said. So the I figured it was music. a brotherly thing of like, oh, I don't need to listen to my brother. <laughs> Aaron's Aaron's talking. Just just tune out for a little bit. What are we have for dinner tonight? <laughs> okay, so Aaron, I'm listening now. Sound of Music would be number one. I got it. Number two. Yes. Yeah. And I'll repeat it back to you when you're done number to show two. you that I'm and actually there's listening. So many that. Uh, there's so many that run through my head constantly, but, uh, you know, when I'm trying to think of my favorite, the other one that um, just moment of pure joy that I will never forget is the very first time I saw Avenue Q live. Um, oh, no. I, you know, listened to the the soundtrack. Goodness knows how many times had almost every song memorized. And, you know, when it came to Montana uh, the first time, I obviously bought tickets and I remember just sitting there. And it started, and there was this moment of like years of of wanting this to happen, years of of listening to this album, and I'm finally here. I'm finally getting to to be a part of this, and so uh, I would definitely Avenue Q is one that has a special place in my heart for sure. So I was totally listening, and you said Star Wars was number two favorite musical. <laughs> Got it, <laughs> Brian? Um, so right. 
Star Wars, uh, right. I, I shared with you <laughs> earlier about um, what my lineup for this month's musicals were. Um, so we had Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Bye Bye Birdie, uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy, Josie and the Pussycats, uh, Blues Brothers, My Fair Lady, Chicago, and Pink Floyd The Wall, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, which one of those if, would you say you expect to do the best? Ooh, good question. Oh, um, not where I was expecting this question to go. Um Mama Mia 2 is pretty recent still, so I wouldn't say that one. I'd probably go with Bye Bye Bird. We had about 100 people um, come to that. It's got a lot of... Yeah, it's got a lot of songs in it that uh, are real catchy that a lot of people know and, and like to sing along to. I I would go with that or Blues Brothers, possibly. Yeah. Um, but... So Bye Bye Birdie... I, my, or- my favorite of those is Bye Bye Birdie, so maybe I'm just, you know, that's why. Did we already do Bye Bye Birdie? Yeah. How many people we get? We had 50 at Bye Bye Birdie, and we had like 96 at Mamma Mia 2, and those are the only ones we've played thus far. So you're losing everything all, so far. So <laughs> thanks for playing. Fine. <laughs> glad, glad you called it. So Aaron, um, what what is it about musicals for you that you would say uh, that you really connect with and that you love? What What's the love and passion of musicals for you? Because we grew up in the same family with uh, musicals uh, being a regular part of our lives, but um, you obviously have a deeper passion and history with them than I do. So what would you say is it for you? Um, and I... I missed a part of the question because it was breaking up a little bit. Um, so I'll do the best I can. Uh, I turned off my camera in the hopes that that would help things. But, um, you know, it's it's interesting because up until recently, I had just always assumed that uh, my love of musicals came to me genetically. Um, you know, it was uh, something our, our father loved musicals and his mother loved musicals and all of his sisters loved musicals. And, um, and, and, up until you know, you asked me to do this this podcast with you, and we're wanting to figure out how I was different than you. I kind of just assumed you you were one of the musical lovers as well. And as I'm speaking, I'm wondering if maybe you're the odd man out, and not me. But um, you know, the <laughs> other thing is uh, there there's something uh, nostalgic about musicals, just from the standpoint of you know, it's one of those things that parents like to introduce their children to. But uh, we all grew up around musicals. Uh, you know, Disney is one of the, the biggest musical pushers out there. Everything they put out in animation is a musical. And, and we all grew up watching those children's shows and things like that. Um, so there is, you know, a love of musicals that starts right there. Um, but, you know, there's also getting to enjoy a wonderful story to a beat. Um, how can you not love that? If you like music and you like stories put them together why not i like it so then um and i'm, I'm curious how how you would interpret this because for me one of the i've been having a lot of conversations with some different people about um the opportunity that film brings to connect uh us with people that are you know 
we find our people within a city. So a community like Billings, 100,000 people, you move to the city for the very first time and you're looking for your crowd, your community, the people that you're going to connect with. And the, a movie is an opportunity to go to that specific film and then kind of find your people. So whether that's like a late night screening that Brian's doing and it's people that are you know looking for the weird and the quirky and the bizarre kinds of films that you, you find each other. Obviously, when the, you know, the latest Star Wars or Marvel film comes out and everybody's dressing up and you, you know, you experience that and see each other um, and, and feel that sense. Do you yourself feel and find that when it comes to musicals? I mean, there's a uh, camaraderie there as far as, you know, um, not only are you saying lines together with, with a whole crowd, if it's a known and loved film, but, you know, you're also singing along. Um, and, you know, one of the best examples of that kind of camaraderie is definitely um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I mean, you're talking a bunch of people uh, all dressing in costume, uh, bringing props with them to have a good time, sing along and enjoy a musical together. And that's, you know, definitely a perfect example of, of you know, a group of people that uh, turned a movie into uh, an event. So, yeah, yeah. And enjoyed it together. Cool. Uh, I have something I need to ask you. It's actually two parts. One, uh, what would you say is your least favorite musical? And two, what would say someone around our age came to you and just said, like, I really hate musicals. What would be the film you would turn to them and say, well, you should actually watch this one to kind of change their mind? Good questions, Brian. Well, a couple, I'm going to start with your second question because okay. I like it more than the first one. Okay. Um, the second question, uh, <laughs> just to be honest, it's a better question. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the musical that, if you don't like musicals, that I would say go for, uh, number one is definitely um, the producers, the remake. I mean, it's the Mel Brooks. You have to love every Mel Brooks. You don't have to, but, you know, come on. Um, no. It's a good time. It's a lot of laughs and, and, you know, it's, it's definitely worth uh, watching and enjoying with friends. Um, the other thing is uh, the new remake of Hairspray, uh, which is not as new anymore. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll never forget at one point in my life, I was uh, leading a summer camp and we would do a movie night and um, I made 60 junior high kids watch Hairspray together. And I'll never forget all of the boys were so mad at me at the beginning, but we're quoting the movie by the end. So Hairspray is another great, great option for that. Um, as far as the worst musical ever, you know, there's only one response to that. It is Cats. Oh, Cats shots fired. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're not just so, talking, you're not just uh, talking the modern remake, uh, Taylor Swift edition. No, no, I okay. thought, no, I saw a live performance of it once and had zero desire to see the the movie version because why would I put myself <laughs> through that torture twice? So that's that's I'm good. <laughs> okay, Aaron, I've got a question for you. So you mentioned The Sound of Music is one of your favorite musicals of all time. Um, this is one that people Absolutely. like to pay homage to, and they've done you know live renditions on TV and stuff. If there was a remake today Ooh. and you were the casting director Ooh. who are you throwing in the sound of music i mean 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> that you, you, you broke me. Um, I have no idea. Uh, cause Julie Andrews is, is, um, yeah. Maria. I mean, yeah. she just is. Um, so she's In still Maria. She's, yeah, Maria. She's, she's still Maria. The, the mountain has to be a lot smaller. <laughs> um, well, no, I'm, I mean, if I'm picking Maria, I mean, she, I mean, the star of the show. I'd... You broke him. It's, I would, uh, it's okay that did. it's Miley Cyrus. The only thing coming to mind is... <laughs> No, I was going Taylor Swift because Whoa. Yeah. About a, a well-loved female artist um, that is down to earth and I mean just loved by everybody. Yeah, um, that's where my mind went was was Taylor Swift. I've got one so, one uh, more question. Um, <clears throat> just in your own opinion, do you prefer watching musicals on the screen or in a th- like a performance theater with a live cast? Um, uh, I'm going to go for option C, which is blaring them in my car on road <laughs> trips. Um, but that if I'm only out. given your two options, um, yeah, it does. I would go with, uh, probably watching them on screen. Um, you know, we can just do so much, so many cool things with technology today and, and, yeah. and we can tell the story in a, in a better way. There are times where on stage where you're kind of just trying to figure out what's going on. We, especially when, you know, you're in the back row. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely like screen. I, I like being able to, the convenience of watching it with my own popcorn in my own living room is also wonderful, but uh, definitely option C is, is my full on answer because um, when I'm in my car where everyone can see me, that's when I'm my true self, apparently. So what we need to do is we need to start a theater where you're sitting in a car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just and, car and seats. It, actually, I think they call that a drive-in. They Never do, mind. Yeah, yeah, drive-in. <laughs> no. I was, phase like, three. My phase mind, three, Matt. No. <laughs> my mind is like rolling like, this is brilliant. <laughs> no. no one's a drive-in. Didn't they do that over COVID? <laughs> oh. I have one last one real go quick. I know you got to go soon. Uh, but... So you mentioned that you you like the remake of Hairspray and you like the remake of The Producers. Um, so I guess, have you seen the remake of West Side Story and how do you think it compares to the original? Or is there another um, remake that you think is preferable over the original? I, um, I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble and you should probably edit out. I've never seen any of West Side Story. What? Remake or original. <laughs> what? I know. You're fired. <laughs> you are fired. Dude. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't get to program I, I, Musical I Man I realize anymore. I need to remedy that one. <laughs> yeah, the remake. I loved the remake. These two. I, I still th- haven't seen the remake. Yeah. But I love the original. I uh, do. I think the remake's great. The original's awesome, too, but I love the remake. What? And then what? what Just you, if there was a, any other remakes that you think are bested the original that bested the original um i'm struggling with what other remakes are there out Let's there see. there's like the recent a star is born there's uh what else is les miserables was well there, there, there was an i guess there yeah. wasn't an original film was there there was a film, but it was a, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that's come the... out recently is is 
film versions of what's typically been a stage right. production. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm not certain on other remakes there. Oh, uh, there was, wasn't there a remake of fame at one point? I don't think I, yes, saw I never saw it, but I, I, I don't think I, I wanted to bother with that. <laughs> um, so I would go with the original fame is definitely better. So, I like it. So Aaron, I, fi- I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. Final question. Cause the people need to know what the heck is Eliza Doolittle day? Because all of this kind of started with oh. you coming to me and saying, we're going to do this on Eliza Doolittle Day. I had no clue what you're talking about. I thought you were just wanting to do something by yourself in the theater alone on a Sunday afternoon. But lo and behold, all these people showed up for this thing called Eliza Doolittle Day. What is it? And why are we doing it again? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it starts a personal story for, from me a little bit, uh, which might not be the reason why people show up for it, but it's, it's what jogged the idea in my head. Uh, my very first time ever seeing My, little, my Fair Lady um, was on May 20th, just by coincidence. Um, I was watching it with uh, Matt and I's cousin, Bonnie, and I will just never forget. We both looked at each other when she sang the line that on Eliza Doolittle, or on the twentieth of May, we'll celebrate Eliza Doolittle Day. Um, I will never forget looking at her and just going, "Oh, it's the twentieth of May." And so then she and I had our own little thing for a while where we would make sure to watch uh, My Fair Lady on May twentieth. Um, either watch it together or just you know call each other to to check in while watching it or something like that. And um, then, you know, did some research years later and discovered it was legitimately a thing, um, typically within smaller drama communities. But uh, I was not the only person celebrating Eliza Doolittle Day. And so, uh, you know, when I got into the theater uh, business, I uh, was kind of one of the things that I decided I wanted to try and see what happened. And, and people showed up and enjoyed it. And I, you know, from what I understand, it's almost continued every year since. I think there's been some hiccups. Uh, surrounding COVID and other things, but yeah. uh, I, I'm happy to see it continue to be a thing for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Aaron, all we can say is thank you for introducing us to Musical May. Thank you for your brainchild. It's going well. We're excited uh, that this month has been going well. we got a lot of good musicals coming up. And so if you know Aaron and love Musical May, make sure to say thank you to him. If you hate Musical May, uh, his phone number is 406. Uh, oh, I'm uh, writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Aaron, we're so grateful. <laughs> so many things at Art House are better because of your uh, fingerprints all over it. So thank you so much for all you have done. And uh, I'll just say on a personal note, thanks for being my brother. You're, you're a pretty good one. So Thanks for being my brother, too. Oh, good. I had to pause and make sure he had something nice to say about me after. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. This wraps up this conversation about musical May. Aaron, did you sing? We couldn't hear. I I, think we lost. Did not sing. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks everybody. We hope to see you around the movies real soon. Bye. Bye.